Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. with the knobs and joining me as always my wizards of wagering my gurus of gambling my barons of betting my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta harry brother bry darren the poly kid what is happening fellas what's going on sal how we doing sal what's going on buddy <laughs> well brother bry i'm sorry monday was my day you guys could uh point and laugh and make fun of the mets and their atrocious ways and how 101 team win blew it in 72 hours and now we have your raiders to point to not as glorious not a, not as big a fall from grace but you lose that game a tough one they covered though i told you they'd cover Polly kid we told them they would cover what's wrong with what's wrong with bry <laughs> that nailed that game it. could nailed it sal nailed that game <laughs> we said right. right probably weren't gonna win but they would cover well, 17 uh, oh, they're up. They lose 30 29. Um a million controversial moments, but let's get oh, your man. um let's get your immediate thoughts, Brian. Well, I know you were despondent last night. Yeah, I mean, I sent you guys a text, I don't know, in the third quarter or early fourth or late third that the likelihood is that the Raiders would screw up a two-point conversion or not get it on a fourth down, which uh, both happened at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Uh but no, um you look I mean, as a Raider fan, I've been used to this for a long time. This is very typical. I was, I had a little glimmer of hope up 17 nothing. I kind of knew when they kicked that field goal going into half uh, that we, we were in trouble. Uh, but I will say, and I've said, you know, I said this on a text chain to you, Sal, yesterday with Trevor, that I, at this point, I, can, it, there, I hate the Chiefs fans. There is nobody worse in sports <laughs> than the Chiefs fans. I don't know if it was ESPN. I don't know what ESPN was doing last night. The mic on that crowd. I I mean, maybe, was that the loudest crowd of all time? Or was uh, that I, Matt? I, I had to put my volume at like 30. Passer, we'll, we'll get into it. But they booed every single play, even when the Chiefs <laughs> had the ball. They booed, like the Chiefs would get nine yards to whoever. Did, and uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and they would boo. Did like, they, it's so did weird. They, have they done that recently in all sports? Because I noticed, too, in the Mets-Padres game, it sounded like there was loud booing throughout the whole course yeah. of the game. Like, I didn't know what was going on. But, yeah, the I Chiefs fans, look, granted, I will say, terrible roughing the passer call on, on Jones. But mm. but as a Raider fan, and as a, you guys know, this is a Cowboys fan, you – we get screwed all the time with bad penalties. So what? You had oh, one, they made up for you had one penalty they more in than the second. Right. Yeah. So uh, all right. Yeah. A terrible call. But now now all the talk shows, all they are doing is talking about the roughing the passer, roughing the passer, roughing the passer. How about right. the inconsequential, like the the holding call on a field goal, which by the way, I, I defensive mean, I holding. Had yeah. the last time, at least uh, what I saw on Twitter. The last time that was called in the NFL, a holding on a field goal, uh, and again, I mean, this might not be right, but what I saw was 2015 was the last time that was called, and it was called against the Raiders. And that, wow. I don't care, but then you have Chiefs fans on Twitter defending that. Come on. 
Come on. I mean, it's That's ter- garbage. There, that- yeah, it's, gar- it's garbage. There's plenty of stuff. So I, I don't know. I was just so annoyed. I, I Well, we was- can go over these one by one because, like I said, there's about 35 uh, controversial moments. Harry, let's start with the roughing the passer. I know you don't want to talk about it. We should because it's funny. Like when someone like Aikman goes nuts and says, we got to take the dresses off, which is he's getting a lot of crap for that <laughs> today. But, uh, I don't know. Like when my son who plays defensive end in high school turns and says, wait, uh, isn't that how you tackle a guy? It's like, yeah, that's how you tackle a guy. Now, Harry, what were your thoughts? I just I listened to Jones's interview after the game. He, he's like, I'm a 345 pound guy. Yeah. What am I shaming. supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what am I supposed And that was just a, oh, such a terrible call. But, but the holding on the defense, on the Raiders, on well, the field. I, 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 want, I want to take it one by one. Yeah. Because we okay, have like okay. seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just right. that was so bad. Yes. But, it was, yeah. but right. I mentioned in, in a text chain with us, I said, Bri, I mean, the Raiders never get calls like that. They just no, never do. So if you, at that point you had to be like, all right, well, we definitely got one there. So let's keep going with this car and, uh, and Adams and let's keep rolling on the offense. There's, we got a great call here. There's two more and they did capitalize. I mean, they kept the ball, you know, they kept the ball, right. which is the big one. Uh, Paul, the one thing that people are saying is the ball was stripped before the infraction. If there's even an infraction, I think it was close. I think he had the ball before they hit the turf for sure. But there are there. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. Putting all your weight on a guy. I'm not sure if how he's supposed to. If he leaves his feet, you're putting all your weight on him too. I'm not sure what you're supposed to do if you're a big guy trying to make a tackle in this league. Well, I, I know. I know the the way to fix this is just make any every play reviewable. You get yeah. certain challenges, and you could challenge that call. But I don't think they'll. I didn't think they'd overturn it with the way I the league they, is protecting I, the quarterback. I think they would have overturned that call. I think they would have had to have overturned that call. They would have had to overturn that call. Games. But then there's going to be five hour no, games. Harry, you keep the same, no, Harry, you don't no, change you, the I amount of challenges. You keep the amount of challenges, but you make any call challengeable, especially these ones that can change games. Pass interference calls are non-pass interference calls. Uh, and those type of calls, you should be able to challenge those calls. That's it. I don't know what they honestly, because I think there's a n- new narrative sent down to the referees as much as we want to blame them. They're like, hey, call anything's close with this concussion thing. Call. I mean, we saw the ridiculous sack of uh, Brady that was called. Like, I kind of think that it's even beyond the officials. I think they're getting word they, from but, up but above. But if they had makes- challenged that Brady call, it probably would have gotten. Overturn. Just I don't I really know. I don't think those based think, on the rule, yes. But in but real I time, in se- real time, those things look those those things look worse yeah, in real time. Yeah. Uh, you gotta be able to review those calls. It's as simple as that. You, you get your challenges. If you want to save them for plays like that, that's yeah. how it should be. That play would have a hundred percent have been overturned just for the fact that Carr was not even possession of the um Mahomes, yeah. uh, you know. Well, it's not even possession of the ball. Yeah, yeah, car. Yeah, car, car, car. didn't have it. Oh, yeah, I didn't have back, it. Yeah. Well, my mind right. is well, so, it's confusing. So you might get you might get to this again in another point, but I will like yesterday too, right? Or By the way, take a look at this. This is a guy I know. This is a guy I know from Brooklyn. Can you see his name? Chris Jones is calling me. It's now. It's not the. It's that this guy. Um, like uh, <laughs> wow, in the middle of the street. It's the a friend of mine of from that? Brooklyn. But anyway, Chris Jones is who we're talking. Well, about. Yeah, that's very strange. A friend of yours that craps yeah. in the middle of the street is very common. Uh, it seems like that's that seems yeah. like something. Yeah. yeah. But you know the the NFL, like even stop. in yesterday's yeah. game though, they have been doing this 
where the where the officials get together and they have this like quick expedited review. Like yesterday on the intentional grounding on car, mm-hmm. they got together for a good 30 seconds and the, the officials stood there waiting for somebody up top to tell him that was grounding. Now, couldn't they do that? On right. the, why couldn't they do that like on that rough in the past or, or on something else? Have somebody just quickly say, hey, guys, just pick up the flag. Same with the mm-hmm. same with the holding at the end of the game. Get together quickly and be like, we really want to call this. I mean, I mean, there's just yep. too many. I mean, they were right. they were so terrible. The, the Raiders get it back, though. I get it back. I mean, if it's a, with the you want you talked about the whole defensive holding on a field goal attempt. Outrageous. It allows the Chiefs to score. I, I'm imagining, I think Kelsey got that touch. He got all the touchdowns. Yep. Right? By the way, four touchdowns, 25 yards. We're never going to see that from a, nope. a a receiver or a pass catcher. Again, you might see it from a running back, but is that the fewest amount of yards for a four touchdown um, performance? It's got to be. From a receiver? From a receiver standpoint, yeah. Insanity. Insanity. It crushed and uplifted a lot of fantasy. That's right, Harry Adam for the MVP. Twenty-five yards, twenty-five yards all a game. All my guys are MVPs there. this year. All of them really are. I don't know how you're doing it. We'll let you brag a little in a minute. Anyway, so that was terrible for sure. Um, uh, what else do we want to say? And then the, there the, were like Sal, just Sal, the, go ahead. Can I just say yeah. about the holding on the defense on that play? I mean, that to call that and Brian, like you said, maybe it was uh, last one was what did you say, 2016, 2015. It has to be beyond egregious to make of that course. call. Yes, that wasn't even anything, and it's it's got to be a play. personal foul. It's got to be a face so mask for them to call. Worse it's than, the, course. Course. Worse than the Chris Jones call. Worse uh, way, than that. Way call. worse, Darren, because of the cir- circumstances, worse. and and that it, w- it has to be beyond egregious. It wasn't even close. And again, Andy Reid, whatever. I don't know. Just it <laughs> always happens where the Chiefs have this stuff happen to them. Where it's that's not true, Harry. They, they, there was a kind of, there was an offside call that prevented them from going to the Super Bowl not long oh, ago. Offside, so what, offside. What Okay. Well, holding is holding, but I mean, honestly, like, I don't, I don't know. Holding isn't really holding. I'll just say the the idea that a guy is holding when his job is to get to the ball. Right. Who cares? Yeah. Let everybody hold on defense. They're not, they're not going forward to kick the ball. So, right. right. Um, but anyway, all right. So there's that. There's the Adams catch now. And if you watch more footage, and Brian, you sent this to us at about, oh, I don't know, 345 in the morning, (laughs) but you can have control with the ball moving. You just can, right? Partly kid. And obviously, if he catches that, they're in field goal range and Carlson's as good as anybody else. And they nail up there. I don't know. I don't think I'm getting too ahead of my skis there. But Adams right there catches it. It moves a little bit. He's got his toe down. And the fact that they called it a catch on the field and overturned it, I think that's wrong. That's another bad call. Correct. Well, yeah. well, I yeah. When I sent Catch. you that, I, when I sent you that video yesterday, and actually when I was talking to some of my other Raider friends yesterday, at first I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, they're going to overturn this. It's going to be no catch." And it's funny because I sent you guys the video, and it's like if you look at it, the video one time, mm-hmm. I can see somebody say, "Oh, he might bobble it initially," but if you just keep watching the video, it's almost like his hand just turns with the ball, but the ball never moves. But when he quickly grabs it. It has like the illusion that he lost control of the ball. Yeah. So because of that, I I do, you know, as I looked at that further, I'm like, I don't really know how they overturn that based on the call in the field. Now, I can see people arguing both ways, but but still. 
If they say exactly. no catch, and then they stick with that. Right, right. right. If they yeah, say definitely. it's a catch, you're going to microanalyze it. Yeah, okay, yeah. so those are the officiating right. calls. Um, what else do we want to look at? Oh, Chiefs go uh, go for it up two. Uh, they go for two up seven with seven and a half left. Parley kid, uh, uh, Todd Furman and I scream at each other about this for ages. That's the Ben um, Kelly call, Harry. Yeah, you're look, two, I, I, I was up, thinking of that happening and before. put them away, basically, right? Right. Yeah, but Harry, you, 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 you didn't like that the last time that happened. <laughs> it was a little different scenario. No, the, this difference, is a chance. no the difference last time was either going up 16 or 17, I think. Well, that's that's kind of the same thing, but you're going up three possessions, right? So kind of the same thing, and you were against it. So well, I, I like so I personally I like that aggressiveness uh right there. Uh I yeah. like I like what they did. So um I like I, it too. I, I'm, I'm normally on the go up eight and just let the other team get the two point conversion side. But how many podcasts in a row have I talked about this inside the five yard line? I don't trust any more one more than Mahomes. So get it done, cool. and uh, and that's the, why going up nine I think was the right decision. But yeah. again, this these are like the, 52, 48, 53, 47. We don't have to go crazy on it. Salad, right. no, but we'll, you almost we'll spend get a, like twenty minutes on it. You go ahead. You almost get a but but 17, 16, 17, Darren is like you still, seventeen. You got to get three scores. I mean, the, to go up nine, and if you don't make it, you're still up seven. It's like a free roll, Sal. Once you're at seven to try to make it nine, and now you're up two scores. And then if you don't make it, it's still seven. And so if the Raiders score, they're probably going to kick their point. I just which don't they think didn't. we can they went talk for two and they don't make it. But yeah, but this is not Sam Darnold going for two up seven with seven twenty-five. You got yes, got but so every situation depends on how many picture cards have to come out in a row, whether or not you're going to hit on 12 or not. You know what I mean? Like you got to take a look at what's going on around you. So I, I don't, again, I, I don't kill Andy Reed for that Raiders going for two down one with three minutes left, three plus left. I loved it. And I actually think, I actually think it worked out for them. They should have spiked the ball, Bri. They should have spiked the ball. The only chance you have is being down one in that situation. Because <laughs> if you're tied or up one, Mahomes is going to pass on three downs. He's not going to run, right? Mm-hmm. So didn't you feel better that you could maybe get the ball back with McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Alaire trying to run this clock out? I didn't mind that at well, all. Well, it's funny, yeah, because when you said that, uh, you're normally too, because I think there was like four and a half minutes left. Um so in that situation with that amount of time, normally I would kick the extra point. But again, I was kind of like, as a Raider fan, knowing this Chiefs team, it's like, all yeah. right, well, the odds of the Chiefs going down the field, running the whole clock and getting a game-winning field goal is like 95%, I felt. Right. Like, that exactly. Right. As so, erratic yeah. as that kicker was, you know say, Mahomes was yeah, going to get so that. I will say, yeah. yeah, if they go up, you know, now if you go up one there – I mean, mm-hmm. I totally hear what you're saying. I think they kind of lucked out in the situation that they were in at the end of the game. Yeah, but if you, go, I don't think you got the ball back. Well, if, if, they, go up, if they look, if you the, go up one, the extra point or go up if, one, if you go up yeah. one, you got to get a turnover, right? If you go up mm-hmm. one, I, that's the one thing, right? It's like, all right, yep. well, maybe now we have a shot at you know getting a, a fumble or or an interception there. Uh, that's the only thing. Right. But yeah, they they lucked out as it turned out, and then they had the chance. They had the chance to win, and they they should have won there at the end. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. what the, I mean, we, we haven't even mentioned Josh Jacobs, who was outstanding. The only thing we might say is so maybe, good last night. Parley Kid, he hasn't run this way since Alabama, but almost eight yards to carry, 150 yards, 193 total, definitely in contract year mode. Um, 
again, Adams caught the ball, so they did what they needed to. But, Bry, third and one, fourth and one, can't you give it to the best player on the field last night? Oh, I know. Yeah, well, that was the thing. They, they lucked out yeah. with that a few times too, right? Because uh, it seemed like even when they did give it to them on short yardage, it was kind of easy easy going there. Well, I, the defense I, is gassed. They have to be more gassed than they were yeah. in the first oh, quarter yeah. when oh, he's yeah. running you're, it up. You're yeah. talking specifically late, yeah, whether yeah. or not they should yeah. yeah, on that last play, yeah, whether they should have run it. Yeah, of mm. course, because then they had – I mean, there was, what, 40-something seconds left. They still could have spiked it. Yeah, he just did um, like twelve yeah. more yards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, the only the only run is probably on that that two point conversion. Mm. I think he the way he ran into that line, he should have probably been able to score. Uh, get the two so point close. there. The way he was, he just kind of went down a little earlier. But um, mm. but yeah, he was right. he was fantastic. He was you know that's how he looked. That's how he looked in his rookie year for them. Um, has it not looked yeah. at that like that the last two years at all? That's what stinks. I mean, you're one in four, and you're mm. as good as some four and one teams. Probably can't. They're as good as the Cowboys. They're as good as the Giants, this Raiders team. They're not going to win the division, like I said, but one in four. Now a bye, and Adams might be, be suspended for shoving a camera guy. I don't know. I saw, uh, you know point of view uh, shot where it looked like the guy just got in his way. He wasn't paying attention and just put his arms out and then he went flying and now this guy's pressing charges and uh, he's completely fine. But um, so uh, yeah, that's rough. That's rough to be one and four for you. I'll say this. What is that? That's probably that's four losses by a total of 14 points Uh, that the, uh, the, the completion that wasn't the completion to, Adams again in our fantasy league real quick 9897 I lose 989897 I lose by one but I have and I have Carr and Adams so I don't get that <laughs> and all this craziness Adams afterwards yeah you know, there's only there's two people to blame for all this all this craziness what happened last night it's Buck and Aikman. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Buck and Aikman. Only this crazy stuff happens with them on Monday night, Darren. You're right. That Thursday game wasn't crazy at all. Or were they in that game too, Harry? Were they calling the Thursday game too? That they, yeah, they, the Thursday that was, night that game. Was a, that was that was still yeah, a no, snooze. This thing was crazy. That, that that close game. That was that was Buck and Aikman also Sunday mm. night, right? Do your research. I want to hear. No, By the way, it was 99-98, not 98-97. People are going to be uh, hanging on uh, by a thread uh, wow. That's wanting a to know the fans. final score. Uh, Harry, I will say, good job by you, Devontae Adams. First touchdown, 7-1. Nice, to Keeps job. us alive. Good job, Harry. It's the only one hitting with these. Good Lord. Bombs Man. away with Carr. Uh, contest winners, prop quiz. Patrick McKiernan, eight right. He gets a gold cap to pick him. Goes to Rick Catabona, 12 right, uh, 100 nice bucks. Who was that? Right, you were 10, 4, and 1 on the you week. You know, the thing that Harry sucked is I was, eight, yeah. I was 8, 1, and 1. I thought I was going to have a real good shot. Damn it. Well, you took the Chiefs. Why'd you go and do that? You shouldn't have done that. Marty, Marty's <laughs> hot streak is over, by the way. Marty's Marty, 6, 8, 1. So you and Hench gain on him. A few of us uh, gain on him. Um, so there you go. Uh, so good stuff going there. I do want to – someone sent us a gold cap. Who was that, Mikey Meatballs? Matt Maraconda. That's not the guy who won, is it? Matt Maraconda? No. Yeah, that's he won. Different. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Won. But that's not the guy that won this week. Rick Catabona. Oh, those are different people. Anyway, he's uh, Matt Maraconda is uh, he's taking the gold cap all over. I should post some of these. The University of Buffalo. He's taking this to the uh, golf course, Grover Cleveland Golf Course in Erie County. Get yourself a gold cap. Nice. doesn't have to stay on your hat. You can bring it all over. And uh Take pictures. Do it up. All right, let's take a quick break to talk about Caesars. All right, listen, whatever you're betting, teasers over or under, do it through Caesars because they have all the names. 
Caesar himself, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist, and now yours truly. Yes, Against All Odds is now a proud member of the Caesars Empire. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars. Up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a 1,000 tier credits and a 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code CZRFULL, and go full Caesars this season, oh, you must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingAndDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, we'll step out for a second, then Major League Baseball. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, we're recording during the Braves-Phillies game. I'm taking the Phillies for the series. You're going to think that this is a joke, but I told Mikey Meatballs, I'm like, hey, we got to get these uh, got to get these picks out there on a graphic so they don't know we're cheating. The Phillies are up 4-1 in the fourth inning. Yep. I have them plus 174 for the series, Braves won 11 and 8 against them this year. But I like where I didn't like Ranger Suarez in the last series. I feel like it should be Nolan Wheeler and they could take care of business. And they did uh, against the Cardinals. Now I like this Suarez. Five starts, looking good today. During the regular season, 321 ERA against the Braves in 28 innings. They may see him twice. Um, you know, Philly's weakness is like they're fielding. Doesn't really matter because the Braves' power offense is a difference. It's kind of a good matchup for them in terms of uh, what they are deficient in. Um, Spencer Strider's oblique 
injury might mean Kyle Wright and Charlie Morton. I think it evens things up a little bit. I'm like Phillies plus 174. Who Did anyone else pick yeah, this? Yeah, I had the Phillies too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Brian? Yeah, I mean, I had the Phillies uh, against the Cardinals too. And, you know, when I went through all of the te- the series here, I didn't like a lot of the underdogs, but the plus 174 for the, for the Phillies caught my eye. You know, they – you know, with with division rivals here, you know, these teams, I mean, they played each other 19 times. I know the Braves won 11 of eight, um, but mm-hmm. it's funny, like you were saying with Suarez. I mean, we saw Suarez live, right, against the Mets, shut down the Mets. Yep. Um, but I thought, you know, the thing is, like you were saying, with Strider being injured, the you know, if you get past this game one, I mean, we, again, we gave these picks before game one, but you get past game one, now all of a sudden the Phillies have the pitching advantage, right? Yeah, and again, mm-hmm. you know, the Braves lineup is very, you know, is very good, but they are home run heavy, so that you know that could play into this uh, the strength of these Phillies pitchers. But the one seventy, I just, I was thinking, you know, what you know, they might struggle game one, the Braves, and then once you get to two and three, it's kind of a crapshoot with the with these rotations. So one set plus yeah. one seventy four was just really jumped out at me. I, I would have never taken the Braves at minus two something. All right, Parley Kid, Yankees, Guardians. Everyone could weigh in here. Yankees minus 220, Guardians plus 180 yeah. for the series. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just going to make a spite pick here. I know the Yankees won five out of six. Uh, I'm going Cleveland. I like their pitching, and I like the small ball, and I think that does well second week in October. They struck out less often than any other team in the regular season at 18%, and I think a guy like Garrett Cole is going to have uh, – obviously, it's a – Long, it's a tall task asking them to stay away from the long ball. But I think the Guardians force your Yankees parlay kid into some boring, boring games that they're not used to. I'm taking the plus 180 again just to be able to root for it. But you like the Yankees in a shortish series. Yeah, I'm going to take the Yankees uh, to win this series three games to one at plus 300, Sal. Uh, no, I think this is Cole's time. I think, um, I think he's going to rise to the occasion this series, Sal. I think in game one tonight, I think he's got uh, some nice weather. I know he doesn't really love the cold weather. It'll be a little crisp, but, uh, you know, we're hitting about 70 degrees right now here. Uh, so uh, it should be good pitching weather for him. This Yankees team is 5-1 and one against the Guardians so far this year. Again, a lot of those games so early in the season, it's hard to really – Judge the impact that those games had, but look, uh-huh. the, Yan- this is, the Yankees more than doubled their output of home runs this year. Uh, actually, I think tw- exactly twice as many. So sorry, two fifty four for the Yankees, one twenty seven for the Guardians. Um, yeah, playoffs normally come down to uh, slugging the ball and hitting some home runs. I think the Yankees are just going to do it more. Um, I think Stanton has been was very good in the playoffs last year. I think he helps out. I think he contributes here in this series. Yankees slugged their way uh, to a 3-1 series victory here. Where A lot of the games will be close, but the Guardians do have a great bullpen. That's what scares me the most. We know their yeah. their starting pitching is, is, is very good too, but their bullpen is probably the one area which is better than the Yankees' bullpen They right just now. added Araldis Chapman, I'm saying. Yeah, uh, they could have, that I wish they would add Araldis <laughs> Chapman to their bullpen. That would be fantastic, Sal. I'd... I, they could have them. They could certainly have them. Yankees win 3 1, Sal. Um, and, uh, you know, their mission will still not be complete uh, at the Plus end of the season. Plus 300 series. for uh, three Plus out of four for the Yankees. Um, I wish I'm looking at Caesars. I wish you could bet. Can you bet Garrett Cole's spin rate? 
Can you uh, over thirty seven hundred? It's amazing. Red hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing because you know, look, we always just look at the spin rates for the Mets pitchers in the series. You know, listen. And, what did they well, not talk about? Musgrove, I just want an answer. I, I just want an answer. spin rate yeah. Yeah. was actually um, higher after they checked him the other night. That's fine, but it was pretty high when they checked him too. And compared it, to look, look, if everybody in the ESPN booth, Eduardo Perez and Cone and I think that, Buster only, if they they were making a big deal out of it, like it's not like cheating hasn't happened in thirty years. Like Cole was busted for this, and everybody within the year. So I don't, I don't blame Buck for trying to shake things up, right or wrong. I really don't. Well, I I also think these guys save a little bit until these big games. These guys aren't probably full force all year. Big game. Velocity's up. Velocity's up. Spin rate is up. Look. I would suppose. I'm no, I'm so not a so. analytics nerd, but I would think that that's the way it goes. I don't know. Five percent. Five percent is is um, you know that's that's a significant number. I mean, I could say one percent, but five percent. You're not throwing five percent. You're not throwing two or three miles an hour higher than you would in a regular seat. I don't know. I mm. I just don't. I don't know that can. What, Harry? What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, Sal, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm on the same same line as you a little bit, Sal. I'm taking the plus one and a half of the series at minus 150 with the Guardians. And today's pick on my extra points pick is Guardians plus one and a half runs. In my mm. extra points video, I call yeah. out Parlay Kid. I call out Brother Bry yeah. saying that just don't trust Garrett Cole in this spot. We'll see what happens tonight, but I'm going to take the plus one and a half tonight and plus one and a half for the series. Are you guys worried? Because Harry has been red hot. Harry went through all his numbers yesterday. Go ahead, Harry. Give everybody a taste. What's going on with you this year? I, well, since we are putting up our picks before the game start, oh, documented we, on Twitter, where right. we don't give out Thursday's picks, but we do over the last year and five weeks, we are giving out all our NFL picks by the spread. And at this point, I did the math yesterday. Why do well, we have a two, whole preamble? Just tell us your well, numbers. Two, yeah. 58% in the NFL by the spread the last year and the last, in this five weeks into the season. Okay. All right. Good. Well, this, this is I, baseball, though. And you yeah. know what I've challenged Harry to do, Sal, right? Yeah. That's, That's boring, to, though. But put money on every game, That's Harry. Boring. You're winning. Yeah. You're, you've been on. This is now. This isn't a fluke. Start putting money on every game. Yeah. That's every boring. game, bet every yeah. single game. How is that boring? He doesn't trust himself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the week, the week, the week that that happens, I'll collapse. Well, you know what? He, he, he must, Darren. He must think paying the queen is boring too. That's an inside <laughs> joke. That's an inside joke. Inside joke. But you guys get it. All right. Uh, no one's as bad as Brian on the queen. <laughs> right. Astros, Mariners. Astros minus two forty. All these lines are about the same. Astros yeah. minus two forty. Mariners. Two to one. I'm going Astros in four plus 260. Yep. They beat the Mariners 12 out of 19. They've made it to the ALCS in each of their last five postseason appearances. That's the one thing about baseball. I don't think there's a layoff that's too long, right? I mean, Dodgers made it five of the last six. Astros made it last five. So uh, they're going to go with Verlander. Um, at some, He went five and one against the Mariners this year. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Six, Over 41 six innings. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, Mariners bullpen is, is tough. Probably the best in the league, but I don't think they'll, uh, I don't think it'll matter. Altuve, Bregman, Tucker, mm. all ballers. Ryan Presley's pretty good though for the Astros too. Sub three ERA with the 33 saves. Yeah. Verlander, Framber Valdez, um, 
one and two colors. I think they're uh, looking good and they win this in four brother. Brian, what do you like? Yeah, I, I like the, I'm going to take something. Well, well, what, what am I doing here? Something similar. Cause you have the in four, I'm taking the Astros minus one and a half at plus one Oh five. So you could win three, mm. nothing, or you could win three, one in the series. I know Harry's on the Mariners. Um, but there's, you know, and you, there are some very good pitching matchups here. But like you were just saying, I mean, it, it is weird how Verlander's gone six times against this team, dominated yeah. in five of them. All but one of them he dominated. And he just coming back off his injury, he's been very good his last three starts too. But the Astros, you know, they do have some good pit, pitching depth, right? If you get to a game four after Valdez and, and McCullers, you still have other good starters that you could use and in this rotation, yeah. right? You have other good Burkini, pitchers. Garcia. There's yeah, a lot. I mean, they, they go, they easily can go five deep, deep here. And then mm-hmm. plus their, their lineup is significantly, significantly better. Um, so I, I, you know, you're saying they won this 12 of 19 in this series. I, I do think they take control here and they win. I, I like the same thing that they went three, one, but I'm going to go minus one and a half. 41 innings against one team is that's a spectacular number. Like a lot of relievers don't get that yep. in a year, right? Yep. Uh, Kid, you're with me exactly on the 3-1? I am, Sal. I'm with you on this. Uh, uh, the Astros have dominated the Mariners over the last three or four years. You know, this year they're 12-7. and seven, But I, it's hard. I know you can't really go back. I'm kind of pulling what a Harry might do going back three or four mm-hmm. years here. But 48-19 against them over the last four seasons. They kind of mm-hmm. own the Mariners. I think the Mariners might be... Um, in some cases, just happy to be here. You could say right. um, nice series for them uh, over the Blue Jays. Uh, but uh, like Brian said, the, the pitching depth, the, the hitting depth, this will catch up to them in this series. I would love but, to see the Astros lose. Believe me, I would love it. But they're the better team. They're the better team this year. I'm going, riding with the better team. I think mm. the Mariners have enough pitching to sneak out a win here. Astros win in four. Mm. I wouldn't love it as much. I have I, a lot of money tied to uh, Astros. But go ahead, yeah. <laughs> Harry, what were you uh, I was going to say on the uh, on the graphic, I came up with the Mariners to win the series three games to one at six to um, one. And Darren, I think, I, I got to say, I think what you just said, the Mariners is happy to be there, is worse. Worse than you saying LSU <laughs> starting at, at 12 o'clock Eastern is going to benefit them. I think that, no, this team is in the playoffs for the first time in like 21 years. They yeah. win it. They make the playoffs on a walk-off homer. They smoke. Now, listen, they, they've beaten now Toronto seven straight times, and now they're in against the Astros. Maybe they're in over their heads, but they're riding high. I love Suarez. Uh, Hanniger hit a couple of big hits in that series. Uh, France is a 300 hitter. I'm riding with Mariners. Wow. All right. Well, what do you get for that? Plus two, two to one odds? For the six Mariners? to one. Six to one. Well, two no, to one. He's but got six, it exact. Yeah, two to one. But oh, six to one oh, okay. at three yeah. to one, Mariners. All right. Well, I didn't hear. No one heard three to one. All right. So they take three out of the first four. I don't know. I don't see it. Uh, let's go. This is the other big one. Dodgers, Padres, minus 225. Pods plus 190. I got Dodgers and four. Also three to one odds. They smoked them this year. 14 and five. Um, the Padres rotation is all screwed up now, right? Melvin has to go with Sean Manaya. Yep. Can't go with the uh, can't go with Snell. Um, can't go with Darvish yet. And if the Dodgers take the first two at home, I think they're in good shape. Kershaw, we know about his postseason up and ups and downs, but you know, finished on a high, almost had a no hitter, nine strikeout, one hitter against the Rockies. Urias, who goes tonight. 
tossed a six shutout innings against the Padres a couple of weeks ago. I'm live betting every Dodger batter against Musgrove. That's just how it is. Like to me, the Dodgers have Freeman. Like Freeman was what got in their way of uh, going to the World Series last year. And now he's on their team. He's uh, sure. been excellent, like an 85 playoff at-bats, 330, 15 runs, seven home runs, 17 RBIs. I'm liking this Dodger team. I think they do it in four, maybe three, but I'll take four, three, two, one. Parley Kid, who do you like in this? I'm on the Dodgers at three to one. So I got all these series here at three to one. I think I hit one of them at least and break even here. Uh, like you said, they've kind of owned them this year. Uh, the Dodgers have over the Padres. Um, while the Padres might, you know, a few of their starting pitchers have been hot as of late. The Dodgers, as we know, Sal, they're just the most dominant team in baseball. I don't mm-hmm. see uh, the Padres being able to stay with them. I think the Dodgers get game one. Um, in, in a, a good pitching matchup for them. And then uh, they kind of cruise this series. Maybe Darvish gets gets one of those games for the Padres, and that's going to probably be about it. The Dodgers are too good um, to lose this series. Although it is an intriguing series from the fact that, uh, I, you know, is I, I would think it's got to be some type of rivalry there, a little bit of a rivalry. So sure. Oh, yeah. No, this is the biggest one in this area. City Field the other night that those stadiums are sold out. <laughs> Please. <laughs> By the way, I don't know what happened there, but Yarvish said his, his ears were burning and not just from the icy hot that uh, the illegal stuff they put on it, but he said from the sta- fans, it was so loud, but I, yeah, I don't know why. Um, I don't know why. Well, maybe we're just so used to disappointment, but anyway, uh, there you go. So Harry, what are you taking this series? I do like the Padres plus one and a half games at minus 150. I think they got a bit of swagger uh, from uh, from winning that Mets series, even without Fernando Tatis. Uh, they played L.A. in the divisional uh, series two years ago and got swept. I think they'll remember that. Uh, pitching-wise, Darren, you mentioned Darvish. You think they'll remember that? They'll, they'll, they'll rem- <laughs> Listen, they'll have that okay. in the back of their heads, and you know what I'm talking about. Since September 1st, Darvish has an ERA of under two. And they went out and got Juan Soto and actually Josh Bell, who's really helping well, the team out, too, for a, posi- for a situation like this. I think they play tough. I think when Darvish starts, he gets a win. I think they win another one. I think this goes, uh, I think Padres cover the one and a half run. Ha- Harry, since you mentioned One and Soto, a half games, you're saying. I, yeah, right? yeah. I think yeah. here in New York, if Soto came over to the Yankees or the right. Mets and they gave right. up what they gave up to get him. Mm-hmm. And he had uh, in 52 games, 236 with six home runs for the Mets and Yankees. This guy would have been run out of town already. He better, yeah. he better step up this series. Did well, it 333 really against? To, he, did honestly, it 333 in the series against any the Mets. long-term deals? This guy, they people got to start. Well, might have to question it a little bit about how much they want to give this guy long, yeah. long-term. Because Fair. he's, we know Fair. he was asking for a ridiculous amount of money. Or for anybody. them to have any yeah. chance, he has to have a big series. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what they're worried about, Brian, him getting hot in this series. But you like the Dodgers, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I like the Dodgers here. Um, You know, you were talking about it in terms of just their lineup. I mean, they've dominated. They've dominated the Padres. They've dominated all season. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they're a great, you take a minus one and a half, right? They do. I mean, how they, many other wins were like were, 60. Yeah. They were fantastic. And on against the run line, but I, you know, I'd be a little bit worried in a playoff series on the run lines, but yeah, the the lineup, the pitching, you know, Urias, like their pitchers, pitchers have overachieved. I mean, I, yeah, that would be the one thing that would be a little bit nervous is maybe Kershaw going in game two. Mm. Uh, but mm-hmm. they've just had the pot. They've had the Padres number. They, they dominated the series. I, I would take them at minus one and a half. 
All right, there you go. That's our baseball playoffs. The Phillies remain up four-one still. Six one. Is that six what one. they get? The, a six one? Oh wow! Oh look at this! Wow! And it's going to go over. I, I, you know, it's a series. I can't. I can't root for either team. I know you guys have that. How can Schwarber I root for either team? Schwarber hasn't even done anything yet in the playoffs. Terrible. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break and then hockey. The puck drops. I know it dropped over the weekend, but full slate of games starting tonight. Here's our Stanley Cup picks after this break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we go. Stanley Cup odds right here on Caesars. Colorado, four to one. Toronto, nine to one. Carolina, 10 to one. The Rangers, 10 to one. Lightning, 12 to one. And also 12 to one. My pick, the Edmonton Oilers. I really think they might have been the second best team. Is Spaghetti here? He doesn't want to hear this. They might have been the second best team in the NHL last year. And I feel like I know they have the high flying, high power offensive, you know, output, which is not conducive to playoff style, but. I think they're back. They really just slugged it out with the wrong team in Colorado. You know, they did well against Calgary and they're going to advance far this year. McDavid, obviously dry side, another 50 goal scoring year. Um, and then they did a nice thing. They signed Evander Kane. Uh, what is it? Four year deal for Kulak. They're going to be good. Uh, and their goalie situation is as good as it's been in years. They got the local kid. Stuart Skinner is backing up. Uh, you know, you got the Mike Smiths of the world out of there. Jack Campbell should do a good enough job in the net. Nice one-two punch there for Edmonton, 12-1 to one <clears throat> to win the cup. Harry, what are you going with? Uh, I'm kind of being boring here, but I think the Avalanche repeat at 4-1. to one. They were basically flawless in their run to the cup last year, going 16-4 and four in the playoffs last year. Um Plenty of the high-flying offensive players uh, and defensive players returned to this team. Miko Rantanen led the team in scoring last year. He's an assist machine, as we noticed during the playoffs. Left-wingers Gabriel Landeskal and JT Comper are back, too. And, of course, Nate McKinnon, 30-plus goals for the last five seasons. He's got 45 or more assists. In, the, in in five straight seasons, this Avs team still very much loaded. I'm going to take him at 4-1 to one to repeat. All right, that is boring, right? Right, uh, Polly kid? Boring pick. The yeah, not, I, I can't argue with so those. They're so good. Sound. I, I so like good. to sit yeah. here and argue with that pick, but they they were they were certainly uh, uh, dominant last year, so mm-hmm. I, I couldn't really uh, get to get to uh, crazy on All Harry right. for that. Who do you like? Well, look, here, here's what I like here, and I, I've been really since the end of last year. Normally, Sal in hockey, I like teams that kind of. Um, take steps right mm-hmm. to the championship. Usually 
Uh, they break through. They went a round or two. Then the next year, a little further. Then the next year, a little further. Uh, that's why I'm taking the Florida Panthers, who have really been a total letdown in the playoffs the last mm. few years. But And I could be wrong because maybe I wasn't looking at it too closely. But this is a team, Sal, that has, I think, uh, is projected, um, at least in terms of if you were betting the amount of points they were going to have, I think right behind they're right behind the avalanche in terms of points. Mm-hmm. But yet for Stanley Cup odds, they're like eighth, right? In, in the odds. So right. I, I think you're getting great value here with just from the value side of a team like the Panthers, who have slightly retooled because they really they moved their highest scoring player in Huberdo to the yeah. Flames for a guy who I love and Matthew Kachuk, who I think Brings not only some ski, he's coming off a career year for himself at the age of 27. He's in the prime of his career, but I just think he brings a little bit more of an edge to his game as well uh, that Mm -hmm. the Panthers might need. So they don't really lose the scoring, but they also get a little edge here. Um, Their goaltending situation they've had by Brovsky is good, but they have a young kid named Spencer Knight which I think he's going to overtake, and I think he's going to star this year, making this hmm. Panthers team even better. At 15-1, to 1, I'm taking a Panthers team that led the league in points last year. They just got to get it done in the playoffs, and I think they've added a little grit. Let's take the F- Florida Panthers at 15-1. to 1. All right, I don't want to st- cause any uh, family disturbance here, but Mikey Meatballs, didn't you say on extra points the Panthers might not make the playoffs? No, that was the Hurricanes. Oh, that's a different team? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they okay. seem like the same team when you get to the playoffs. <laughs> the same team. It's when the same team. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. There you go. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, you and uh, Brother Bri, I think, both have the Flames. Bri, um, yeah, 15 I can keep to this, 1. Uh, lots of nice I'll keep this quick. I'll, moves, let, right? I'll let Michael yeah. speak to this more uh, if, Michael does, yeah. if Michael does like them. But, yeah, I like them at 15-1. to 1. It's funny that Darren likes the Panthers, too, because of the trade that they made. The trade, yeah. Uh, but, you, mm-hmm. know what, you know, I will say I kind of liked the Flames last year, too. And while they won the Pacific pretty easily and they had 111 points, you would say the season was a disappointment because there were expectations. Like, if anybody could beat the Abs, it was maybe yeah. the Flames last year. But – they, what the hell happened in that Oilers series, right? In terms of that was of a like, fun one. I mean, super fun, but it was like yeah. a guy like Markstrom, who's who was great during the regular season. I mean, just uh, the goalie situation was terrible there in the playoffs. Um, yeah, but when you look back at their numbers, you're like, all right, this was a team. They were second in the league in point differential last year. I think they were plus mm-hmm. plus eighty five. I do like the Huberdeau deal for them a little bit better. I think it gives them a little bit of variety to their offense. They might. Maybe they take away some, from some overall scoring there on the trade, but I, I like the deal for yeah. them. Uh, but yeah, I thought at fifteen to one, although the West has gotten a little bit trickier to predict because there are some good teams there. Uh, mm. it used to seem a little bit easier with the West. Now it's even harder. But I thought at fifteen to one, those were good odds. All right, meatballs, you agree, right? I definitely agree there. I actually think the Flames. They also got better from their trade that they made with the Panthers. Yeah, I think this is a better team that they were bringing out than last year. Um, Sardis is a great coach. 30-1 uh, to 1 to win the Jack Adams, by the way. Mm. Uh, so I, that is an interesting bet. But I do think uh, they, they added Nazem Kadri. He's a winning-type player. Uh, Mackenzie Weger they locked up, who's a very good defensive player. Yeah. So I think you know with these few additions, uh, I think this will fit the style that uh, Sutter wants to play a little bit better than... Goudreau and Kachuk did, so I, I do like um, Brian's pick there. 
All right, let's move on to the Hart Trophy. Basically, the MVP is the MVP of the league. Connor McDavid favored at plus 280. Austin Matthews, 4-1. to one. Leon Dreisaitl, 10-1. to one. Cal McCarr, 12-1. to one. McKinnon, 15. And so on and so forth. Last year, I had McDavid and Matthews won. Now I'm taking Matthews, so you can be sure yeah. that McDavid's gonna, the favorite <laughs> is going to win. But Matthews had 60 goals last year, 46 assists. Right over that 100-point uh, plateau. He's 24 years old. Um, I don't think it would surprise anyone if he had 60 again this year. Uh, he does have – this is trouble, though. Um, to repeat as a Hart Trophy winner, uh, post-60 goal campaigns, Pavel Burry was the last to do it in 1993, 94, 92, 93. But they do focus on large market teams. I think Austin Matthews could be a good pick because good value. I think it's a coin flip between him and McDavid. That's why I like it at four to one. Harry, you're going McCarr 12 to one. I am. I think that's pretty good value. Uh, Just 23 years old. One of the best offensive defensemen in the NHL. He might Mm -hmm. be number one. I mean, he had 86 points last season, led the abs in power play assists. Uh, he really stepped up his game during the playoffs last season, led Colorado in assists and points. He had 29 total points in 20 games in the playoffs last year. And McKinnon didn't play, missed a, a chunk of games last year, and he's going to coming into the season too. Nate McKinnon coming in on the Avalanche a little banged up too. So I'm going to take McCarr, who's just a f- fantastic defenseman and obviously on offense as well. 12 to 1, I think that's really good value. All right, Brian, right around the same odds, uh, 15 to 1, Kirill Kepper's off, right? Yeah, I was looking at Kiprasov at uh, Kiprasov at fifteen to one. I, I I do like Harry's pick. I'm a little disappointed in Harry taking McCarr because I kind of wanted to take him, um, and I thought he was going to take uh, his boy Drysidle, which he failed to do there. Yeah, what? Come Harry, on, Harry. Harry. Usually you stick Kinda with weak. these guys. We weak. Well, I went with the Avalanche <laughs> to win it. I got to take McCarr. I don't know. Well, it's funny. Yeah. Well, I, you, t- you had you had you had Carr to throw an interception, but the, the yeah. Raiders to win. So you can By go the way, against whatever. It, that we have none of us on uh, our picks. None of us have gone four zero. I needed an interception to go four zero. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've it. gone three and one a couple of times. You needed too. it, yeah. but I will say, yeah. like I, for the Hart Trophy, you don't necessarily have to be the best team. Because um, hmm. right. even right, Matthews Leisure, I think you know they finished second. But right. yeah. Matthews, you don't have to be. I mean, you kind of have to make the playoffs. It seems like. Uh, but Kipper's off. It says twelve. Uh, just sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Twelve of the sixteen Hart Trophy winners have played in the East in the post lockout era. Hmm. So that's interesting. 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 Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kiprasov at, at 15 to 1. When you look at his numbers, the guy was dominant at the end of the last year. He helped, he helped the Wild get to 113 points, which actually I didn't even realize. I had to go back. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe they actually had 113 points. But they went, mm. they finished crazy down the stretch. They were 19, 2, and 3 in their last 24 games. And a lot of that had to do with Kiprasov, who went on uh, some crazy goal streaks. But he did finish the season with 47 goals and 108 points and only his second mm. season. This is just his third, so his numbers should continue to go up. He was fantastic in their first round in the playoffs against the Blues last year, too. So he finished seventh last year in the heart. You know, if, uh, I think, you know, I, I think he's a guy who's going to continue to finish in the top five. So um, at 15 to one, I like it. All right. Bro, uh, Pauly Kidd taking a big swing, big slap shot here. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, well, I talked about the Florida Panthers. I, I like the trade they made and, and Matthew Kachuk. I misspoke too, so I was going to be 25 this year, not 27. Mm. Uh, coming off just an unbelievable year, we recorded 104 points, 42 goals, 62 assists, a plus-minus of 57 on the plus side, 
absolutely phenomenal, entering the prime of his career. And guess where, Harry, guess where he was born, Harry? Syracuse. No, Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, uh, Scott, uh, another Scottsdale. The only thing that could ruin this kid is if Harry gets his stink on him. That is it. Uh, <laughs> other than away, that, Harry. this kid is riding high. I'm very, I can't wait to see him play this year uh, for this team. Um, like I said, he's coming off just a, a career year, by far a career year, even though he had some years with Calgary with almost a point a game, 77 points, or uh, but 104 last year and just was just a really valuable uh, guy on both sides uh, of mm-hmm. the ice there. So, so let's ride with him at 35 to one. I think he might be on the best team in hockey. So, um, and if he can kind of jumpstart that team, give them a little different type of play and type of style, I think people will take notice. So let's, let's, I'm going to be rooting for him. Meatballs, what's your pick for Hart Trophy? Uh, I actually, I like Uberto at 20 to 1 uh, for the Flames. Hmm. So I'm pretty much the opposite of Parley Kid right yeah. there. I, wow. Yeah, I like it. All right. I like it too. I mean, Uberto is, uh, it's great to see that type of trade, though, right? Like two like really good players swap for each other, maybe switch their teams up a little bit. Like I liked it a lot. Yeah. All right, let's do uh, team points over unders here. I'm going Lightning under 84 and a half. I just think they're what these older teams sometimes they slow down, they, they hit a wall, and I'm not even saying they won't make the playoffs, but the third oldest team in the league. I know it. Stamkos, Hedman, you know, Kucherov. When you get them in the playoffs. That's kind of uh, the group you want. But 104 and a half, right, Sal? Though? Is that 104 and a half? Yeah, yeah sorry. Okay. What I say? Oh, 84 and a half, yeah, you'd have to go over. But 104 and a half, um, not asking them to do much worse than last year. I like uh, it. They lost uh, Palat. They lost McDonough. was traded to Nashville. They lose their assistant coach. I'm going under just by the fact that they have to slow down. I have a, a similar pick in my miscellaneous prop. But, uh, Harry, what are you going for over under? I'm going to go the Columbus Blue Jackets over 82 and a half points. They had 81 last season. They had, they've had 81 or more in five straight seasons. And those years were without a setup man, a playmaker like Johnny Goudreau, who they got from Calgary in the offseason. Goudreau, 115 points last year for the Flames. I think, like I said, you got to get to 83 points here, 81 the last five years or more. Uh, I think he's good for at least five points in the differential here. It makes it makes a, he's a game changer, and I think they get about eighty six, and that goes over eighty two and a half. All right, Parley kid, Kraken, you're picking on the Kraken. It's only the second year, right? Yeah, well, that's why. Um, well, Sal, I do. I, I like what you're saying about the Lightning, Sal. I do. Yeah. I just think after the deep playoff runs, um, this team that's pretty much a veteran Something's team's got to be getting down, a little tired. Right? At least yeah. when it comes to the regular season, uh, you know, their goal might just be, hey, let's get into the playoffs. Let's not worry right. about how many, where we're going to get seated or anything like mm-hmm. that. I like that. And I do like Harry's. I think that's a good pick, too. Uh, I'm taking the Kraken under 79 and a half points, Sal. Um, 60 points last year. I don't see where they're going to make up 20 points in a year where maybe they've gotten a little bit better, but you also lose that edge of like being that fun, exciting, like expansion team. Mm-hmm. Where people rallied, it was exciting for the first year, and now you kind of step back because you know everybody thought you know with the Vegas Knights they came right in and was so good right away. That didn't happen for the Kraken year one. I right. just I don't think they're going to be good enough. They haven't made uh, the moves necessary yet to jump this team to twenty extra points. 
Uh, people, when you play the crack, and this is a game where the opponents go, this is like a game we have to have. We mm-hmm. have to have. I was going to certainly take the Coyotes here too, possibly, because they're playing in front of 3,000 fans at home or whatever they are playing against at a college uh, arena. Well, but, I mean, um, they're going through the same thing, except they're not as talented as the Islanders were last year. And the Islanders had to play, what, 13, the first 13 on the road? Yeah. That really, that's a, that is yeah, tough that, to overcome. It's going to be interesting, though, because I also think they might rally around that, right? Like, mm. like they, they're just, there's this weird environment they're playing in and, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I could see that maybe happening. So that's why I'm I'm going cracking under 79 and a half points. Ended with 60 last year. I don't see where All they're right. making up 20 points. There you go. And Brian, and, and well, D, you don't and have to do last this. Year Eddie Spaghetti's not here. You don't have to kiss his ass. <laughs> yes, I agree. It was it was brutal, especially down the stretch last year. Yep. Brian is uh, going Rangers over 100. Is it 100 even? I know. That's what I was I thought they were 100 last night. But hold on. Let me... Did it change? I think you might be right. Let's see. I thought it was a hundred. We'll I, I was surprised it wasn't a hundred and a half. Yeah, it's a hundred. Yeah. It's a hundred. Wow. Exactly. Actually on it's Caesars. weird to see that. Uh, but a yeah. hundred to me seems really low for the Rangers. Look, I hate the Rangers. I, I thought of them originally for the Stanley Cup too, but I couldn't, you know, I just couldn't do that. Uh, but I, <laughs> to me, the Rangers are going to be a top team in the East for years to come still. Maybe with Shesterkin can't be as good as last year, but he's still going to be a top two or three goalie. They, the Rangers, I know, lost a few key pieces to their to the playoff mix, but they do have they just have such a good mix of youth and veterans on this team. And then some of their young players are just going to break out and only get better. I, I think this is a team for a f- for the next few years who approaches 110 to 115 points every year. I just thought 100 100 was low for the Rangers. Yeah, this is like when the Chiefs win 13 games and they're over under the next year is like 10 and a half or 11. Yeah. You're like, what? What do we? Yeah, this, uh, this yeah, no, is a, uh, it's it's a good group. It's a good group. I mean, I'll be rooting for points. them again and, you know, rooting against them all the time. But uh, I, I might, I, I'm definitely going to bet this, though. Well, speaking of rooting against, I have Damashek comes on extra points and picks the Penguins to win the cup. Now, you <laughs> oh. might say, oh, that's a homer pick, but he does. he doesn't usually do this. He never really usually does this yeah. with his own team. Uh, he's he's intent. Oh, Chris Letang and Malkin and Ricard Raquel. They brought them all back. I told them this should be a, an old timers day reunion. <laughs> Not don't sign these guys to more bigger deals. Um, I don't like it at all. I know they won the EA Sports 2023 Stanley Cup, but I am taking Penguins. No playoffs. Mm. Three to one. That's a fun one to root for. Every year is a big team that kind of gets ousted, right? Islanders last year didn't really make a lot of sense. They were out. Penguins, another one. Spaghetti agreed with me. That's my miscellaneous prop. Penguins, no playoffs. Three to one. Harry, what do you like? I'm going to take the Flyers at 10 to (laughs) one um, for the lowest regular season team points. Uh, Arizona's the favorite uh, Parlay could mention at plus 250 but the Flyers at 10 to 1, they signed no one of real interest in the offseason. They did try for Johnny Gaudreau who's from the area. That didn't happen. They still have numerous injuries uh, coming into the season. uh, Finished last in the Metropolitan Division last year and had the least amount of goals scored in the Eastern Conference. Flyers 10 to 1, pretty good odds for lowest regular season team points. All right, Parley Kid, lots of Ovechkin um, bets out there, right? 
Uh, hold on. There was a, well, you, it's career milestone. You could bet what period he's going to score his 800th <laughs> yeah, goal in. I mean, that's, you that's could bet crazy. The type of goal, uh, yeah. full strength, uh, power wild. play. Yeah. Uh, what team he do it against? Will it be an empty netter? Is I eight mean, to one? That's fun, but you're just going straight up yeah, 44 and a look, half. Look, he's sitting uh, at, goals. yeah. Oh, under, I'm taking under. He's at 780, by the way. He's 20 goals away from 800. Uh, he's going to get that this year, but I'm going to take under 44 and a half goals for Ovechkin. So, so we've talked about this before hitting like these that, unders and all these sports. I know he's coming off the 50 goal season, uh, mm-hmm. but, and it's hard to believe. I'm not going to say only, but for hockey, it's old, but he's only turning, he's turning 37 this month. I feel like uh-huh. he should be turning 47 this month. Um, feels like he's been around forever. Great player here. But really, one injury uh, happens yeah. here during the year as, a, as an older player who still plays like a physical brand of hockey, mm-hmm. and he doesn't go over here. So like we say in all these type of prop bets, probably take the unders in a lot of them, especially for a guy who's turning 37 now during the season. Um, 44, 45 goals. He'd have to get 45. That's a lot to ask of a 37-year-old, no matter what. That's a lot. So I'm taking the under. Should I do this? I mean, it's the same reasoning, Parley kid. Go the under and all these goal scorers for injuries and everything else. Everybody bets the mm. over, so those numbers are juiced. Yeah, I, think, I, um, I probably wouldn't see, touch Edmonton, guys, but I'd probably go under everybody nah, else. No, you got to do them all. You got to do everybody. You got to <laughs> bet Derrick Henry under if you want to, you know, it's, it's the same equation. I think they I, offer like uh, about 15, I'm seeing here on Caesars. I mean, why not? I'm doing you it. You should do it. Yes, you got to do it. No, well, Mark Stone under twenty and a half. Again, what the hell do I care? Gotta, That's what I'm doing. You gotta, you gotta fund. Yeah, you know, the funder. We said you gotta funder. You gotta, uh, there we go. You gotta give me some money. <laughs> for this. Going. Uh, Bri, you like? Uh, yeah. Little, what do you like for Vezina? A little, yeah. little bit of a homer pick here, but I'm sure Mikey Meatballs uh, likes this one a lot. Love this Farley one. Kid probably does too. But I'm gonna go Ilya Sorokin on the Islanders at ten to one for the Vezina Trophy. No, now look. Shesterkin, phenomenal for the Rangers last season. But anyone who watched the Islanders last year uh, a lot, if you watched the Islanders a lot last year, you would know that Sorokin was almost as good, right? I mm-hmm. mean, just a great physical big goalie. Um, plus, plus the, considering everything the, the Islanders went through last year, right, and still finished with right. phenomenal numbers, who's second in the league in save percentage, second in shutouts. Now, maybe you could say a part of that, Maybe part of that was Trotz's style, maybe a little bit. Uh, but this guy is legit. Um, I'd, I'd like to see what the real season, the, you know, last year. I, last year you toss up because, you know, you start on the road for 14 yeah. straight games. Um, COVID mm-hmm. stuff all over the Islanders. But I'd love to see what he does uh, this season for them. But at 10 to 1, he's a top, he too is a top two or three goalie in the league. So I love those. There ups. you go. Yep. All right, meatballs. Give us a miscellaneous prop or over under team wins or something like that. What do you like? Anything stick out? I'll give you. I do like Harry's pick a lot for the Blue uh, Blue Jackets um, Mm -hmm. to go over uh, for points, and I do like Patrick Line of the Blue Jackets to go over thirty three and a half goals. Uh, And I do think it's interesting for him. Uh, Rocker at Shard for him is thirty seven to one. I do think that's a possibility uh, for him. Hmm. All right. uh, I do like the Senators to go over for their points, and then I do like Matt Beniers to win the Calder at four to one. Look at this; he's got it all laid out. He's got okay. it all. Nice all right. job. There you go. Put on those Mikey meatballs and make you money on the ice. There you go. All right, hockey's back. Uh, basketball right around the corner. That's how you know when uh, Ben Simmons misses 
an open <laughs> and a playground. This is an open 14 footer. It doesn't even hit that. the rim. That's how, how you know was, we're close. How good was that video? My God. That and Draymond Green beating up teammates. We're back. Basketball's <laughs> we're back. back. Hockey's back. The Phillies lead 6 1 in the fifth. I can't believe they continued with this baseball nonsense <clears throat> after the Mets were eliminated, but whatever. Uh, we got football. We will be back on Thursday, previewing the Thursday night game. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, nah, nah.